<laughs> what was that? I don't know what that was. What, what was that? Oh, what is this? What's going on here? What is this? What's going on? How do I? I'm behind your shoulder. How do I do this? Who's running this show anyway? Who Who's running this show? There we are. There we are. <laughs> What's oh up, everybody? God. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing timing. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Okay. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> oh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Oh, how you guys doing this week? Us? I'm good. Or, or yeah, you. <laughs> oh, us? Oh, we're doing good. I've had a great week. I've had a busy and eventful week. Mixed in some streams as well. It's been good. Nice. What were you, what were you up to this week? Anything? Well, uh, not this coming Monday, but the next Monday is the actual move or Tuesday is the actual move oh, so i'm just making okay. sure i got all the all the stuff i need the lists of stuff i need to go get and you know just taking care of the business before moving yeah yeah i'll be prepared no, that, no, that these routine. are actually old shades these are um the twitch TwitchCon shades yeah i found them the other day i got excited so i've been wearing them like a mirror me sunglasses we just we separate we find each other we separate we find each other i find new ones i lose old ones it's just constant a constant flow of sunglasses Ah, yeah. I gave mine to my daughter, which means that I'm never going nice. to see them again. Like, <laughs> she, she's like, she was sitting there at the door waiting, like, did you bring me back any cool swag, dad? And I, I knew I was going to give her the sunglasses. I'm like, here. She's like, oh, and I've never seen him since. That was the, that was the last I saw him. Amazing. Yeah, uh, this was, uh, I found him going through all my, like going through all my stuff and packing it up and yeah. making sure I had everything I wanted. I found him. I was like, nice. I found my whole Twitch bag. It was a good time. Good reminiscing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back in the year where there was a TwitchCon. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the days when we all got together in person. <laughs> <laughs> what if that? Imagine that. Imagine that was the last TwitchCon, the the public TwitchCon, like a in person oh, TwitchCon. It's oh, all online from no. now on. We're all gonna be Did wearing VR glasses to, to get I people would be together. So sad. <laughs> I would be so sad. Like. Virtual hugs are just not the same, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. be a completely different ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ever since this whole thing started, I maybe had have done two, maybe three hugs. It's crazy. Oh man, you must be like craving hugs. Uh, I could go for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come here, you big one. Why do you think I sit like this all the time? Oh, God. <laughs> I just need a hug. <laughs> Oh man. Um all right guys, so today we're going to just start off the conversation with um just talking about diversifying your content and the power of doing so. I mean, many of us have been kind of playing around with our content lately and just mm -hmm. poking around in new spaces and and trying to really diversify and find that I guess that weekly flow or monthly flow whatever flow you like. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> it's out of control today. It's out of control. <laughs> that needs music behind it. It's like, or whatever uh, flow you like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of flow. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's been fun. Like it's been fun goofing around with different types of content and and really um I you know we we talked a little bit about it just before the podcast but like you know it, like I'm enjoying the podcast so much that now I'm getting to the point where I'm I'm looking in directions of how I'm going to further develop that. Right. You know, we had like last night we were talking about last night's just a little bit but the politic the I said almost said politic the the podcast that I did with Nalutic. Yeah was so we, we just had so much fun it's the first time that we've ever had a podcast go to that level of goofing around before right you know it wasn't the, even necessarily the quality of the podcast it was just that all of a sudden we kind of sunk into our roles and we were having just such a good time with it and this is the point that i was hoping it would start to get to is you know you've got to give your content like anything new that you try you got to give it time to kind of settle into it right and I felt like last night we we started to finally really move in that direction, and it started to it started to feel like a lot more us kind right. of thing, and it's it's been it's it's fun. It, it's not just about it being the smart thing to do. It's like when you start moving into these other directions, trying new things, you get to learn things about your content that you didn't know before, but you also get to see if there's other things that you're really going to like, right? That you're really going to enjoy along the way. And that's, there's a, there's a lot to that. I think I want to ask you a question about the discovery phase of this idea, the podcast idea. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't think you had the plans of where it is now, right? Like it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't like concepted at the way that it is now. Right. And like right. where it's headed. Right. So like, I guess talk on that a little bit is like, because I think a lot of people make the decision, oh, well, I don't know what it's going to be like in a year. So I don't want to start it now. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that mentality of like, oh, well, I don't know where to take it, but just try yeah. just see where it kind of like see where it feels like it's at at first. And then you can kind of design it from there. It's it, you get when you settle into your content, like when like let's talk about like the marble streams for just a second. When you when you settle into your content, it gets very, very and not necessarily in a bad way, because once you get comfortable with your content, then you can start goofing around with that, too, and not worry so much about the technical sides of right. it. But it also spoils you, I think, a little too much. And I feel like that kind of thing can can stifle your creativity a bit because you settle into, like, this routine almost. And it's like, I'm going to add in these little layers here and there kind of thing. So when you come up with an idea that is something very different than what you've been doing, you know, and I'll, again, I'll use the pot, you know, the podcast is the perfect example here. You'll conceptualize it. And I can almost guarantee, and it's something that a lot of us forget as we move, you know, further and further along with our content, I can guarantee that what you originally set up in your mind is not where it's going to end up. It's going to, there's always going to be different ways to do it. You're going to start to, what happens is you start to figure out ways as you like watch and analyze what you're doing. If you, if you're, you're really good about doing that with your own content, you're going to start to figure out the little things. It's like, you know what? I've noticed I'm not kidding around enough or I'm not laughing enough. Like originally I thought it was going to be not a true podcast. I thought it was going to be more about more about all interviews. Right. You know, like just interviewing everybody, introducing everybody to the community and all that. Right. And in my personal opinion, I was going back and watching them and it's like, you know, this these are getting smoother and smoother. I don't need to prepare for them anymore. I don't need to have like a list of questions ready to go. I can just talk. So that was one evolution that helped make it less stiff basically. But 
as you progress, you, those those little aha moments, that's what last night was. It was like, okay, now it can be less stiff and we can be funny while we're doing it. And that was another Right, evolution. it's like falling into place now, right? Yeah, but you've got to, you, you, while you're doing it, and that's one of the, tough, the toughest parts, you've got to keep, you've got to leave yourself wide open for whatever possibilities are going to come rolling at you in terms of that it's because again it's like an improv type thing was that it's like an improv type thing yeah 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 i didn't expect it to to, i don't expect these to turn into comedy shows you know you i thought they would be a bit more serious and uh, now i'm finding that it actually that the show actually blossoms that we actually do better uh, and we're more ourselves when we actually right Get to that stage but you've got to you've got to leave yourself open to the possibility that what you think it's going to be right now is not what it's going to be three months up the road right and actually last night was episode of my podcast was episode 11. Ooh. so we're just you got to think we're we're almost three months in and it's just starting to form up now right so that speaks to how long you have to keep working at something before you really start to get into the groove of it right and I always bring up Money Marbles because, like, I I don't know. When I first started Money Marbles, like, every week I was like, should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? Until one day I was like, holy crap, I should be, I <laughs> should be doing yeah. this. <laughs> and just having so much fun with it and more people showing up and just having a good time. And But when it first started, it was like, you know, just me putting money in and, like, and uh, and not many people showing up. And I was just like, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But over time, yeah. I mean, you mm-hmm. see, you either see the results or you don't, and it's important to push through that, like that period of, I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Start when you start getting like fluctuations is like kind of like when you start seeing it start taking hold, and it could be down, it could be up. You never know. But yeah. it's like when you start yeah. seeing those fluctuations, you know you're doing something different. Something is impacting what you're doing, and I think that's that's huge. Um, I... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say just super quick, it, it, the, a good indicator to me, and I felt it for the first time in a, in a while, just before we did mid-season tournament with Plur, the butterflies come back. You actually get, you actually get that, that, that little bit of nervousness before you get started. Yeah. And I always think that that's a good thing. It doesn't, because that means you're, you've, you've just kicked yourself out of your routine. Right. There's something to be nervous about. You don't know. There's, there's an say. unknown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm nervous about the known a lot. Really? <laughs> but that's just me. I mean, that's just my mentality, I guess. Like I know what's coming, so I'm like, okay. Like I get into this breathing session, I'm like, all right, here we go. Like mm-hmm. if it's if it's community day or something, I know it's going to be a lot. I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah. Do you think that's more just you getting excited for the event yeah. as you know? Yeah. I mean, my excitement a lot of the time is just like me feeling anxious because <laughs> <laughs> i know what's what's to come i guess yeah i uh actually i sent it to spoo but what remember i was talking about like your habit habit forming and mm-hmm. it, it can take two weeks well i did some digging and there's actually a study where it actually can take anywhere from 18 to 254 days to form a habit the average is 66 across all data points but if you think about that that's two months that's two months mm. average. So two months to form a habit. So if you switch up your content, yeah, like the third month is where you should start seeing the people adjust to your changes. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're changing things once a month, you might not even give it a time for your community to even change their schedule or adjust to your new change, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, was that, Mike, was that 66 days consecutive? They're saying you're just, yeah, like just, across just 66, that much like, time needs to pass. Yeah, like that's the average to form a habit. So like if you're doing something for 66 days, then it'll be a habit. Habits are hard. Yeah. And that's yeah. just and then you're just creating a habit within those people that started on the first day, right? right. So then the next day would be yeah. the second group of people. Or you know what I mean? Like it's just Yeah, so if you have people who come out every Tuesday, it might take a long time. Like your your Monday batch will be different than your Tuesday batch, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just converting everybody. And that's why like for the mixer conversion, that's why I think it's a good suggestion to to stream every day on Mixer and then move them over, right? And come over, because you mm -hmm. gotta build that habit across how many people. And you've only got 27 days from the start of the announcement to do it. And now it's like, what, 18 or something right now? Yeah. 18 left, so those guys gotta get cranking, basically. Mm -hmm. Cranking's good. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to crank. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I've been doing okay, but I, I need right to. Right now? <laughs> no, not right now. <laughs> For you guys, come on. Well, all right. <laughs> you know, I've I've kept up with a lot of my habits, but um, but there's some things that I really want to do uh, that I just I'm not doing yet. So I'm just ready for that. I'm excited for that. Yeah. For the move, right? Yeah, for things, for ideas that I have that I've never done before, and for ideas that I've had in the past that I just kind of stopped doing uh because of whatever um or maybe i just never fully implemented on them so yeah yeah the, for the move after the move yeah. is there any of those ideas you want to share dive into like that you can use an as an example something tangible um i mean you know how i do the spooble thing so i want to do that every single day obviously that i roll marbles i think saturday will be my day off from marbles i want to do like a spoo community day on on saturdays where i just kind of play games with you know all sorts of different golf with your friends yeah. like different different other types of games just with the spoo community and then on sundays i want to do an official world tour spooble which oh. I have a bunch of people working with me on and like building this, this cool event, like every Sunday. Um, so like I have the spoobles going on on to, all during the week. And then Sunday's like this, this big spooble event kind of. Wow. Um, yeah. How long have you been working on that idea? Uh, and putting it together kind of thing. Good question. Uh, maybe since the beginning of last season, it was kind of getting talked about, or during last season sometime. Right. When Go Teach was building, um, what did she, she, what did she build? She built something. And then I was like, man, we should like, or other people were building pieces uh, around the world or like structures in their maps. And I was like, man, I should like <clears throat> do some sort of travel around the world thing. Uh, like I, I I don't know. It was just some weird thing, and I started thinking about spoobles, and I was like, man, okay, go teach. Can you build me a like a the Great Pyramids in a in a track? And she built it, and it was amazing. And I was like, oh man, let's let's think of some other places we can build and and do like this whole travel around the world thing, and just started building up more and more. Um, I had JoJo's putting together a whole bunch of stuff for me. I'm trying to get Diamante to work on stuff. Um, so yeah, after the move, I'm hoping to put that together and see see what see how that what that grows into. Because right yeah. now, I just I, I I think of it as just a regular spoobal, like seven races, uh, but it could be it could be even more or something. Right. So mm -hmm. it could be like a tournament every Sunday somehow. That's so good. It's it's like long term planning. It's like when you start accepting long term planning, you can really achieve some big stuff. 
right? Because you can just let things play out and achieve these right. bigger goals. It's like when we used to do one month seasons to now we do two month seasons, we're just able to achieve more in that time span. Hmm. Bigger tasks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's nice. It's nice to have that roadmap because then when you sit down, when you have that extra time to actually like build out something new or add something to the stream or, or you know, do a piece of content or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Now it's there. Now it's written down. You know what you have to do. Now you just have to get to the how and just take care of it at that point too. So Seth said the Eiffel Tower map. I saw that map for the first time yesterday, I think, and that got me really excited to do to do this Sunday thing that I'm talking about because that map wasn't isn't on the list of of what I want to do, but it's oh. just there's so many possibilities. I, I forget who who made that. I looked at the name of who made that and I I can't remember who it was. I don't know if anybody remembers, but was it Seth? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't think it was Seth. I'm trying to think of who it was. Yeah. I played it I think I played it 2 days ago. It looks really good. Yeah. And I know GoTeach has updated some of her, some of the maps she did for me. So I haven't, I haven't dove in and checked them out yet. All of them anyway. But yeah, it's exciting stuff. And it's cool to get people involved in stuff too, like that, you know? Yeah. People that want to, want to be a part of it, I guess. Cause GoTeach is going to be my co-pilot. We're going to fly around the world. <laughs> nice. That's so good. Um, yeah, like that's, and that's, the, goes back to the point of like diversifying your content and like poking around. It allows you to like really start reaching, like growing deeper roots with your community. Mm -hmm. Right. And then yeah. like taking that further, it's just, you can do so much once the conversation, once there's a deeper conversation. You... It's amazing what happens. It's almost a relaxation factor, I think, too, Mike. Like, when you allow yourself room to breathe and kind of free yourself up for, from some preconceived notions of what you thought you wanted or what you thought you were going to go for, yeah, there's, there's extra ideas that flow from that. But when you're relaxed, you think you will think more clearly yeah. under those conditions, too. So there is something to do, something to that as well. Mm. So how do we get to that relaxed state? start doing it like i'm i'm like not freaking out about the whole sunday thing but i know i just need to start doing it to see where where the kinks are where the good stuff is what else i can add to so you just got to do stuff to and then once i do it more and more every week like i'm just going to become more comfortable <clears throat> comfortable with it so yeah see for me it was a matter of sitting down and deciding what was important and what was not important and in, in some cases, deciding who was important and who mm -hmm. was not important. Um, we've talked before about listening to the wrong people, you know, and, and I've done some of that, certainly, you know, over the last two years. And once you realize, like, what's true to you, that does get to be a whole lot easier. You might have to let go of uh, let go of something. And, and I'm, I'm being I'm talking generically here because it's going to be different for everybody but you might have to let go of something you thought was really important in order to free yourself up for the, for the other things, whether you're, whether you're concerned about where your numbers are going to go, if you try something new or what your community is going to think, you know, it's like, if you keep doing the same things over and over, 
everybody's going to get tired of it anyway, including you. Right. So mm -hmm. freeing yourself up and allowing yourself to, to take a few risks and you don't have to take massive ones. You can do it in chunks, right. you know, or you can slowly migrate into this idea. If you throw a million things at your community at once, it's, it's just, it's the same. It has the same impact that it has on you. It's, it's almost too much and you're making mistakes and you're confused and you're not sure if it's working. And rather than do that, start to make a slow migration over, give your community a chance to join you and join along with you for the ride. Right. And that, that frees that up as well. But a lot of it is, is just, you got to let go of some of the fears. You know, the, the biggest, when people come and talk to me about it, the biggest fear that I have to squash, or I should say the two biggest are they're worried they're jacking something up for partnership or they're worried they're jacking something up for their numbers right? because they're trying to grow. And it's like, if you want to do something new, you have to accept that your numbers are going to be lower because yeah. just like we were talking about with habits, everybody's got to get used to that. You got to build including it. your community. You just have to understand you're, you're building something and it's just not, you're not going to get it right away. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to fail. I think that's oh, totally like if you fail, that's okay. Like it just mm -hmm. means you're doing stuff. Like you'd rather do stuff and fail than just think about it and like let it stew in your mind forever and never know what's going to happen to that mm -hmm. because yeah. you never fear deploy of failures, on it. Fear of failure is, is scary, right? You know? Yeah, like but, what if I put this out there and nobody likes it? Yeah, you know? yeah. but then in the end, I think all it's of like, us go through that. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I mean, like new game modes, new like anything new in the game. Like when we did Pachinko, it was like, is this going to be good? I don't know. Right. But if you didn't just keep pushing stuff out there, yeah, you got to keep yeah, trying, you right? Know, so. Like you put it out there, you see some people toying around with it. It's like, okay, all right, let's let's put a little bit more time in this and see if see if it plays out a little bit differently. And then it, you keep growing it, and then you're like, oh, people like this. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's there's definitely a very you know, even with like, even when you're talking about like failure and all that, there is certainly a baseline value that comes from trying something new too. And I'm talking in terms of, of the relationship that you have with your community. There's because they get to see a side of you or get to see you do something new that they've probably never seen you do before. Right. And that gives them a little more insight in, into you as well, which is, which some streamers have a lot of difficulty communicating, like, like what kind of person they really are, what they're really like, that kind of thing. So if you, even if it's a one-off, if you do, you know, like a, I don't know, I'll use a horror stream as an example. Like, like I'm going to actually play a horror game this week just to shake it up, right. just to see what happens. Right. And they get to see you there being scared by jump scares and all kinds of goofiness. That's still a side to you that they normally might not see. Right. And it, it does, even if, even if there aren't as many people there to see it or whatever the case may be, there's still a very, very deep value to that because they get mm -hmm. to know you a little bit better. You've, you've just deepened the bonds that you have with your community. And you can take that and make other content out of it, you know, like out of, it's out of your norm. So mm -hmm. like, why not make content out of it? Make a, make a video of all the times you jumped in the scary game or, or something like that and start putting yeah. it all over the place on the internet, getting people to see that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> will there be a MOS for Trovo? Uh, mm -hmm. Right now we're not looking into it. We're watching. And, and this is another thing. Is I bet a lot of people are going, oh my god, should I move here? Should I move there? Should I move there? Like you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of streaming platforms come up now because the conversation's there. It's starting to become relevant. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't make emotional peace. decisions. 
Do not yeah. make emotional decisions. At one point, we almost we almost added Mixer to Marbles 2019 early on for the uh, for the season nine push. We were trying to get it in there, um, but we, I, we ended up cutting it because it was just like this is unrealistic. We're not ready for this. Mm-hmm. So, like that's just try not to let the emotions get to you and try to make a logical decision. Dive into the data. Dive into what's going on. And like what they're what the platform's doing and what they're going to be doing for their their community because it's going to take a lot of work as you saw even mixer spending millions of dollars acquiring these streamers like that didn't that didn't do it mm-hmm. so like there's a lot involved in this so just watch just be patient let things play out and make your informed decisions don't make emotional decisions and uh, Damp Guru, the reason I, I choked on my coffee when I when I saw and heard the question was I've had so many people asking me about Trovo this week. And in my personal opinion right now, what I want to say is, like Mike said, you got to do your homework. You got to do your research. You got to see where your audience is going to be and where you want to be. But I, I also wanted to say to a lot of people this week, did what just happened with Mixer teach us nothing? you know, about what, about what can happen right? and how quickly it can happen. It's, it was an absolute, absolute shocker. So I would be while doing your homework, I want to just add on to what Mike said real quick, while you're doing your homework, look at the long-term stability of the platform and understand that, you know, again, if Mixer can get wiped out like that by a corporate decision, what are these other platforms going to do when they realize how hard it is to push into this, you know, push into this this general realm. I mean, if if right now, if 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 YouTube's having difficulty with Twitch and catching up with Twitch on the live stream side, and they're giants, what are these other little guys going to have to go through to do that? I'm not well, saying it's impossible. I'm not saying they're not valid platforms. But before you start building a career somewhere or really trying to grow. Just make sure you've taken a really good look at what they've got going on and, and also look into what direction they're hoping to head in. Yeah. That's very important. I think it's also always a fear when there's something built up on somebody else's idea. Right? So like mm-hmm. when you when you look at Trovo, it looks a lot like Twitch. And that's just for me, that's I just go, okay, I gotta be aware of this. Like they do they have creativity issues? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right, we gotta watch. This is my first. Yeah. This is my first sight of it, and this is what I'm thinking. Is like, do they have creativity issues if they can't create their own look or their own framework and their own ideas? Like, are they just gonna have another hype train? Are they gonna just have bits? Like, what, you know, like, yeah. How much do they copy? Mm-hmm. And that's just a danger. It's danger, like siding with that thinking. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think YouTube. Well, I'm just thinking about Twitch having like Twitch doesn't have any discoverability really. Like how do you there's no third parties bringing you in to Twitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think something like YouTube is really good because people are already going to YouTube to watch videos and stuff. So they have that kind of like attraction already. So I mean, YouTube, I think that's good and I think it's important to if you're creating a platform, like how are we going to get people into the site other than just word of mouth because i mean that's basically what twitch is it's word of mouth how else do you get here right yeah yeah that's that's been a that's been a problem that twitch has had for a very long time is discoverability 
yeah. they've tried to make they've tried to make other like other steps like raids were a step in the right direction actually you know raids raids is a great way to like for streamers to help expose their community to other streamers as long as you've got a good network going you're you're good there and that helps now we at least get recommended channels and that does work at least to a degree because i've had a few people come in to my stream and I'll, I'll actually this is a habit i'm trying to get more and more into how did you find me you know what what brought you to me was it you know and sometimes it's oh i saw you on on twitter or you were in my recommended channels and all that but i do get a certain number of people coming in just based on the recommended channels. so there is some i think part of the problem is when it comes to live streaming trying to build in a an, a good system because I, I gotta admit like like my ideas for this kind of thing are even dry um if you want to build in a system for discoverability without taking away from what the live streamer that they're actually watching is doing is going to be tricky because streamers get very very edgy when somebody is advertising another stream in theirs yeah and that gets that's where youtube kind of has that advantage is you're just watching a video you're not watching a live stream so it's like i'll finish watching this and uh, like you've got me for 20 minutes and then i'm going to go over here and watch this other video and that's there so it's like it's a difference in the platforms too it's not so much that twitch has failed in something as it is it's a very difficult problem to address totally when you're in the when you're in the live streaming space so and then you got to think about there aren't ways is there going to be a problem with like just YouTube thinking, right? Like mm -hmm. when it goes more live streaming, will there be an issue of let's say Joe and Bob have a channel, right? Joe yeah. has, I love Joe and Bob. <laughs> Joe has, um, he's live streaming, but he also has videos and his videos mm -hmm. are getting traction and people go to these videos. And then at the end of his video, it promotes somebody else's channel, even though Bob, uh, Joe's live. So it sends it to Bob. Mm -hmm. Could Joe feel that his videos are used to being advertised? Like the same idea of like like the Twitch problem could be yeah. viewed at the same thing could happen at YouTube if if live stream becomes their thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point because right now what YouTube does brilliantly is they keep you in the cycle. You get to the end of a video, even if you're watching it embedded somewhere. You get to the end of a video and there's at least a couple of suggestions that pop up after that. It's like, you know, it's because Google's using the power of its analytics. It's like, you know, if you like this, you might like this, this, and this right. and give that a shot. But again, when you're talking about like live streaming, uh, that's a great point, Mike. I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's where it gets sticky. That's where things start to start to get sticky because it's, you, you want to, if you want to control your content, like we talk about so often, then you also want to control. It's not that you won't promote others or help others along the way. It's you want to control how that's done. So if somebody takes that away from you, is that going to possibly push some creators away from the platform? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would say that's a very big possibility. It's interesting. It's just going to be interesting how like this space is going to evolve over the next you know, mm -hmm. three to five years, definitely 10. Yeah. Just so many yeah. changes and, and like there's new stuff going on all the time. Like, like what's going to happen with this whole, like what happened with doc, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's just oh, interesting. Like not specifically like him, but like that whole, yeah. like what's happening. 
Right. Is, is there something big coming or was it just something else? I don't want to like make the conversation about that, but I just like there's a big shift going on and it's very important that we just watch the data and try and break it down and understand like where things are headed. Mm -hmm. You do feel the rumble, right? Like there is like there's something rumbling under our feet, even if we don't know exactly what what's going on or who all the players are at this point. Right. There's something because of what happened with COVID and, 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 you know, COVID is back up on the rise again, unfortunately. So they're going to keep the, the eyes are going to remain on the live streaming space because so much is happening here. There's, there's been so much growth and so much explosion. And that's why we, you know, that's why we saw the the storm that came from the DMCA and it's, it, you know, like all this, all this is happening. So it's not, I don't think it's a coincidence that these things are happening all at the same time. Right. Like there's going to, like there's some massive shift that's going to happen and, and we can guess, but you know, there's a lot of backroom conversations going on right now, as far as who's going to be doing what next and what platforms they're going to be using, or it's even been suggested, are they going to make new platforms to do things they want to do? Or, you know, like, are they, or is one of the major players going to like suddenly try to shift? Right. You don't know. If all the you major players get together and just build their own platform because they're sick of all the other platforms. Right. Yeah, exactly. We're, We're all relevant. Let's get together and pool some money and build our own platform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If they yeah. don't realize, like, it's probably going to take, you know, five years to build it up. Right. Like, Twitch is a, a beast. Like, it just has yeah. so much. It has so much time in above everybody else. And then even before Twitch, you know, there was like mm -hmm. the whole Justin TV thing and right. Yeah, they all and they they all grow up eventually. You know, it's 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 the way the way any of these services were at their inception. Like talk about an idea that's progressed. I don't think Justin ever intended Twitch to become what it was or thought that no. it would become what it was. You know, YouTube was just a social platform where people were swapping videos back and forth you could respond to a video with another video and it was a bunch of people just hanging out with with really bad webcams in their kitchens shooting videos back and forth to each other all the time expressing opinions and look at what youtube's become like everything grows up yeah mm -hmm. over time and that speaks to again like if people are looking at other platforms don't just look at what it is right now think about what it will be five to ten years up the road you know, really think about where you want to be. It's not that one is necessarily worse than another. It's one is worse than another for you and what kind of community you want to build and where you want your content to be. Yeah, some of the evolution, if you want to talk about evolution, um, Pretzel, I don't know if you saw the recent tweet. They said there's hundreds of thousands of songs coming to Pretzel soon. Dang. Oh so Good for them. But the impact of the music, this whole conversation, I guarantee that spiked what's going on. Whoever they signed with, whatever is happening there, I don't know the details, yeah. but like that's huge. That much mm -hmm. music, like that's crazy. So you just got to think like if within a couple months you've already seen shifts from the conversation, just what's going to happen within six months to a year once the bigger companies start getting involved. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they and and I hope that that some of the companies woke up from all this, not just the streamers, but the but the companies did. It's yeah. like there's a real there's an avenue here. 
there's a real outlet for this. We're going to lose. Like, even if, even if monetizing streamers does not bring you a, a big chunk of revenue, the exposure, and, and we've all talked about this a number of times, like the, like the level of exposure that the music gets, because especially with as many people right now that are hanging out in live streams, and we're not just talking mm. Twitch, folks. We're talking, like, everywhere. The amount of exposure that's just been lost because now everybody's like, nope, okay, not doing it. We're good. No more. Um, it's very significant. It's a very significant amount. And now if, again, if like Pretzel's signing all these all these new artists and companies and whatever else they've got going on, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's really exciting. And it's good because... that they're jumping on that. I mean, it's they're seeing it. Yeah. And all the people that are that jumped on new subscriptions, I'm sure, to Pretzel because of the whole DMCA thing. Like, they're like, this is our moment. Yeah. <laughs> people want no, to protect their futures, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want to well, get DMCA'd all, all out your face. Yeah. yeah. No, Pretzel's got some good advisors, too, I think. You know, it's like they were, they were a service that was just kind of simmering and just waiting for the right opportunity. And good for them if they're jumping on it because... They need to now. Right now is the time. Streamers are 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 just it, we're we're desperate for for really good music. You know, we we want more of it. Like I've there are certainly services out there that have good setups for streamers and YouTubers and all that. Like you know, Monster Cat's another one. But Pretzel, who is who was already like enveloping all of these other copyright free music services. Like they already had like there were like nine or ten of them and they already had five of them lined up. So I wonder if that's part of it too, if they're trying to bring more in. It's it's like if Pretzel turns itself into a one-stop shop for anything, you know, and they can license the music and give you the sync license and everything else that you do so you don't have to worry about your VODs and all that. Oh man, that excites me. That excites me. Uh, do you see, oh, wait, is this marbles related? Do you see a console version for players in the future where friends can play together? I'm guessing that's marbles. Well, Twitch is on consoles. So you just log in on Twitch and get involved. Um, I personally, right now, I really don't believe in the console market. I think it's coming to the end. I think it's really coming to the end. And it's going to be turning into PCs. It might be console mm -hmm. PCs, but it's going to be PCs. I just see it like so uh what's it called uh warzone just did an update right and there was like 200 200 players could play and the console mm -hmm. version was having issues running it yeah so it's like people are trying to achieve big things but the consoles aren't able to take it but yeah maybe the new consoles can but it's like what's the value of a console anymore right it's just simplicity mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. I, I think it is. I think it's, I want to kick back on the couch. I can get a $400 box and just stick it there next to my TV and play whatever. I was really surprised that they didn't, that with like PS5 and all that, that they yeah. didn't just go finally go ahead and say, you know what? We're turning it into a service, guys. It's, it's going to be just like Steam or anything else. Like we're going to provide our games to you this way. It's only going to be available through our service and they can keep their exclusivity that way. Um... Nintendo doesn't surprise me though, because Nintendo has always been about trying to do something fun and creative with the next console kind of thing. But yeah, it's it's well, and even like like it's like a party console, right? You want to get together yeah. with your friends when you're doing Nintendo. 
Yeah, yeah. Play what PlayStation did, and, and I don't know if how many people remember this from PS4, but PS1, 2, and 3 had their own specific architecture, their own a Sony specific processor, all of that. And the last one was PlayStation 3, which used the cell processor. When they got to the PlayStation 4, it's just a PC. They used a they they used a, a PC architecture for it right. because they were tired of um, they were tired of groups that were doing you know the developers that were doing multi platform titles having to struggle with their console. They got tired of being the lesser version, right? Because it was so hard to work with. So, and Microsoft has been using a PC architecture since the original Xbox. So, and the thing I mean I know people say that. You you even said it, the comfortability of playing on your couch. Like, everybody loves that, right? right Just, yeah. like, hanging out on your couch, you got your controller. But, I mean, I've done that with PC. You know, you hook up your PC to a TV on the wall, and you got your couch over there, and then you got your controller. And, like, it's basically the same thing. And, yeah. and PC has the ability to do that. So, I mean, I, I see where... Yeah, I mean, I just... I, I guess that that comes with knowledge, though. Um, you do yeah. have to have some knowledge to be able to do that type of stuff. So, and right. so I guess the console is it's simpler. You just here's my console, plug it in, lay yeah. on the couch. Right. But our streamers doing that. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't asked enough. <laughs> they really, for the for the most part, the problem is is that uh, like streaming from a console doesn't give you all the flexibility that you need right like we talk about you know being able to build out your content uh, there's a now granted it's it is a great doorway though because i've talked to a number of people that started out just kind of streaming on console just to see what it was like to like actually be in front of a like a live audience or stream for somebody else to actually watch your gameplay and then they start to get more into the pc side of it because they'll go to you know they'll go to a streaming site They'll see what's what all this cool stuff that streamers are doing. It's like, oh, I want to do that too. I want to have mm -hmm. alerts. I want to have, you know, I want to be mm -hmm. able to switch the camera to black and white or whatever right. else it is they want to do. So I think it's a good doorway. It's not a long-term tool, but it's a it's a great way to be able to to test it out a little bit to see if it's something you enjoy. Four hundred dollar console or sixteen hundred dollar gaming PC. Yeah, no, totally. But like our our target market is streamers, right? Like that's our market. It's not our target market. It's our only market. Mm. So, right. like I just don't know if a streamer the studio playing marbles on a, a console will be able to provide a good experience for their viewers. Mm -hmm. So right. if that's, and I mean that's the investment you're making with the sixteen hundred dollars is the fact that you can do all this streamer stuff and have the top quality. Uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Visuals and everything like that. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. If a, you're just playing games, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not as worth it to you. But it depends yeah, what you're going for. It's one of those build it up over time kind of things. You know, like like if you're starting out with a console, nothing wrong with that because you can even hook a camera to it, and mm -hmm. and people can actually see what you're doing. Right. It's, but it won't be a long-term solution just because of the console doesn't have enough flexibility. But as a, as a starting point, a building you know, if you tool, want to yeah. test it out, test it out. Yeah. See what happens. You know, it doesn't hurt anything. The first streaming I did was from a console. It was from my PS4. 
Yeah, and it's important to like not be like, I'm gonna be the greatest streamer ever, and then never like don't you're not you haven't dove in yet, and you're like, I'm gonna spend five thousand dollars on all this stuff. I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna stream. It's gonna be great. Like I, it probably is good to just start small and and see how you feel about it. Yeah, I've been on PC my whole life, so it was just kind of like. I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll get a camera and I'll turn it on and see what happens. <laughs> but I understand if, like, you you know, everyone's got a different path that they're on. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a that's another major change that's happened throughout the years. Is is there was a point where you could, especially for action games, you got a better experience out of a console than mm -hmm. you did out of a PC. But that's thirty years ago. You know, it's like it's like now. PCs and PCs have gotten a lot simpler too. Like we used to have to, we'd, we'd load a game that we wanted to play and we were actually handwriting batch files. So the computer would start up a different way so that it would actually run the game. And it was like, there was all this, it was a mess. Right. And with steam, they, they've, they've perfected that platform and the others are catching up with them too, a little bit, but with steam, especially they have simplified the process so much that if you do have a problem, it's very simple. It's like, oh, I forgot to, to update my graphics driver. Boom, there we go. And generally you're up and running. The, the battles that we used to fight, you'd bring a new game home and you'd spend two days just trying to get the game to run, you know, mm -hmm. before you could actually play it. And even at that, it, it could be very sketchy how it worked. But um, now, it's, now it's completely different. PC gaming has gotten a lot smoother and it's also gotten cheaper. It used to be like even for a base level PC with an amber and black monitor, you were spending almost two grand. And now you can get a game that'll that'll play a great deal for between four to six hundred dollars and will keep you going for a while. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so it's just when you start from Go ahead. I was just saying there's first hand from Potato. <clears throat> she said uh she started on Xbox, got affiliate and convinced her to to uh start building a gaming PC. So there you go. There you go, Monk. Dive That's in, awesome. see how you feel, and, uh, you know, if you want more, then, you know, you, it's always steps. You're always taking baby steps with streaming. You mm -hmm. know, what do, I, what do I need next? What's my priority? What do I need next to kind of, like, a ne that next piece of equipment or whatever I need, that next thing I need to do to push it to the next level? Yeah, to make that next evolution. And that never stops. I don't know what I'm going to do if that if that stops at some point. Yeah. <laughs> well, it means you're not. I'm doing everything I want. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Well, it means you're not. Th you're not like doing anything new. Like you're not right. reaching. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You shouldn't you get to stuff. that point yeah. ever, really. Right. Yeah. Like we're always talking about what we could add to marbles, even if it's mm -hmm. like stuff like that we're not going to be doing right now. We're just like, oh, we could do this. We could do that. And it's like when the ideas are flowing, you know, the end's not in sight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you could just keep iterating and adding and adding and adding. And while that's there, that means it's good. That means you're doing the right thing. True. So much power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm trying to remember. We had the question come up again and it comes up every once in a while. Like, like how far down the road do we think, you know, marbles in this whole pixel ecosystem is going to exist and it's like guys the game is under active development and there are so many like i when i jumped into the to the discord again the other night like there's so many other ideas that people have everything from big ideas to just like quality of life updates that could be built into the game and it's like there's still so much we can do with just this you know what happens if we get into other games and do all this other stuff as as well but 
it's it really is guys it's it's like there's just so much that can be done yet and we're Marbles is endless. I feel like there's just yeah. so much you could you could dive into marbles and come up with a new idea every day. I feel like if if you had it in you. Mm -hmm. Well, you you look at some of the other game categories for viewership and all that too, and you realize, you know, we've come a long way. Like like we've had a, a lot of very rapid growth. So there are more. I, I really believe there are more growth explosions coming. Like this was just the first really big one. When you look at again, when you look at some of the other categories that don't involve viewer interaction. Yeah. When we've got the advantage of viewer interaction, how much farther along is is that going to go? Kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. There is there is there's a lot for us to do yet. We've got a lot of work ahead of us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think mm -hmm. Mar Marbles drives a really good discovery platform mm -hmm. on Twitch. It's just like, it's your opportunity to stand out a little bit if you want. It's yeah. not going to be automatic, but it's your chance to like get that little bit of like extra to kind of see what it feels like to, to start growing. You do need to do the work. It's not going to do everything for you. That's a hundred percent. It can give you that little like push in the right direction and be like, yo, do you want this? <laughs> Right. It helps. It helps. We give you an introduction, which is something that not every game can do. You know, it's it's if you're playing, not that you can't be successful starting out with Fortnite or something like that, but if you're playing Fortnite, you're, you know, numbers wise, you're going to be buried all the way at the bottom of the list. You, you know, got to really find a way to stick out. You've got to find other ways. Yeah, you have to have. You definitely have to have content other places so that people can find you. But with with marbles people can scan down that list the list is reasonable you know they can scan down that list if they're not happy with the streamer they're with at the time they can always find somebody else that they would be happy with you know that they'd really gel with or something like that so and if you're doing something different it's just it's easier to stick out in general like you know mm -hmm. however many Fortnite streamers if you're trying to do something different how many how many of those that are already streaming Fortnite are trying to do something different and then you go to a smaller demographic of marbles and if you're trying to do something different you're just going to stick out more mm -hmm. rather than you know yeah i think of it like crowds of people there's a whole crowd of people and then maybe one guy's in the middle like wearing a top hat like hey look at me I and mean, if it's yeah. like a hundred people <laughs> as opposed to a thousand people you're going to see that guy in the top hat a lot easier yeah yeah that's a good one <laughs> like where's waldo right yeah. right yeah waldo doesn't have enough attention on him he needs he needs he more content. Night forty seven said, "Tell Pixel about." I've been talking to Pixel about T modes and things for for a long time, yeah. guys. Don't you worry about that. It's just a matter of time and and what the team wants to prioritize and things like that. But trust me, I bark at Pixel about a lot of things that I think would be great in the game. <laughs> team mode would be amazing. I was watching yeah. uh, Final Ross do it. He was showing nice. show me a clip and stuff. And nice. Well, yeah, and then just the thing on a local leaderboard too, so you don't have to do it race by race. It's like you can build up a whole, you can do a Grand Prix of yeah. a of team thing. So, tip of the iceberg. Yep. We're just at the tip. <laughs> but the more that people want to do things like that, it'll become more of a priority for, for Pixel to, to create something that works for you guys. Yeah. So, is there any questions? We're coming in the last nine minutes of the, of the podcast. If you guys want us to address any questions, feel free to chime in. Uh, yeah, I guess we could talk about what's going on this coming day. Uh, community day with standard damage at noon. Mm -hmm. 
till 4 p.m. and then Spoo's taken over. Um, we have the Tilted Tournament coming up. So you guys can register, I believe, on our Discord. So get involved about that. Um, we're just looking to work with lots of people. Like we're starting to get reached, like reached out by lots of people who want to run events, and it's amazing. So I just expect lots of events on the horizon. If you guys want to get involved with Marbles, there's there's a lot coming up. Mm -hmm. It's like it's it's cool seeing it it's cool seeing people want to run events with us and and us just being like yeah like hell yeah start thinking about how to do things and what they can do to to get involved and mm -hmm. brainstorming anything it like Coming up with cool ideas it builds such strength in the community when others are like working like working mm -hmm. hard to create a really good event right yeah it's and it motivates others gets everybody involved like there's so much power to it and even if even if it's not like if you take away the prizes and all this stuff if we give you stuff the value that you will get out of that as a content creator is insane running an event like that of that scale and trying to reach more because it'll teach you about marketing how do i talk to many people at once how do i get more people in like if the studio is leaning into me how do i lean into myself and I think that's an important mm -hmm. question is like, if you're going to, if you know you're, you have an event coming up and it's going to give you a push, why would you not try to make that push the biggest damn push ever? And you do your part as well. Yeah. Right. And like, if you're on the top of the category, is there something you can do to kind of push yourself higher even and just keep getting out there? Spoo, were you able to say something? And I, I was going to say GJC. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Cause he said, get involved. T-shirts coming soon. I said, I wouldn't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Probably. I have an idea for a video that I want to do <laughs> just yeah. with that. Yeah, we're going to start spiraling up the viewer, the videos again, mm -hmm. uh, the highlight stuff. We're starting to pull that again so you guys can uh, put clips in the Discord. We're, we're actually collecting them and downloading them now. Um, so if you guys want your channel to get exposure, we're going to be making videos. So, um, can uh, I, if, you, if you're a streamer, and you have some special way of saying, get your marbles on the track, send me a clip of it. That's it. I've been trying to get people to do that. I have a few. Uh, I need to go out there and just hunt them myself as well. But if anybody in here is a streamer and they want to they wanna send me a clip of them, like saying, get your marbles on the track and however however way you do it, it can just be normal too, you know, whatever. Um, just send me a clip of it. I got a highlight from somebody and I got to figure out how to clip from the highlight or something or just uh, anyway whatever <laughs> random thought it's leaking out yeah lots of exposure opportunities coming up that we want to build like we want to just keep mm. building these like ideas that bring exposure to the community because we do, like i do know we talk about all the time that discovery is a challenge on twitch now that we understand it if there's something we can do to help you we will but you have to also help yourself in the in the First of all, you have to help yourself. And that's kind of the point of why I'm looking for these clips too. The video I want to make, I want to do it. I mean, I don't know how often I want to do it, but the more variety of streamers I get, the more, you know, chance people have a chance to meet you. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. With all the videos too, with like the highlights and stuff and with, with the, you know, however you say, uh, get your marbles on the track. Like I just, I think that's, I think the highlight videos are great for just showing off streamers in general. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, there were back when back when we were doing those all the time. There were a pretty good number of streamers actually that I found through those, 
It's like there's a name I haven't seen before. Yeah, and and I'll go, me I'll personally go too. Just out. like hunting the clips down. People would put the clips in Discord and be like, I don't know this person. I'd go and like say hi to him and be like, Hey, you might be in the video. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, What do you mean? What video? <laughs> I do, I do admittedly miss the excitement that a lot of the community would have. Like I, I used to love it because we, another highlight video would get released and somebody would inevitably show up in my chat going, Jamie, Jamie, I made the highlight reel this week, you know, right. or, or they'd be shouting out like three or four different people that made the highlight reel that they had never seen before kind of thing. It was fun. Right. It, is it was good. fun. It'll be great to see them, see them come back. Mm -hmm. Sounds awesome. All right, everybody. Um, we can shut her down. We can call her okay. there. Um, yeah, we'll see you at the at the uh, community day. Yes. Prizes. Everybody, I'll see see you in about an hour, and we'll take you over to Spoo, and Spoo can have you for another four hours after that. Yeah. So. Don't wear yourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pace yourself. Pace yourself. <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. Thanks for coming out, guys. Thank you. Discord's open. Exclamation point Discord in chat if you want to join. We'll Exclamation Discord. Discord. Get in there. Bye. Bye. Bye.